1: Great to be back with you folks. We're always honored to be able to come across your earways on your radios and things of that nature with us. We're we're honored there's three of us in the room. We have Charles, Stephanie's second born. Daniel was first, Charles is second, and we're we're honored to have Charles with us. Charles just came back from Christian camp and we might we might tap him a little bit to say something. I'm not sure. We did have a debacle yesterday. We brought Joe in. We got one word out of him that was profitable to the entire podcast. We, we we believe that possibly, potentially, that Charles will be good for maybe 100 words.
2: I have confidence.
1: So, you know, moms have confidence in their kids. And I believe I believe he does. But listen, we got a word of the day. We want to hop right into that. And this is not a good word. We've used it before. But I think it's something that over and over again we've got to talk about in our lives. And that word is? Shame.
2: But, the, you know, we can go positive. You can go positive. I mean, there's two ways to go with shame.
1: Yeah. So... How do we want to go? Well,
2: I think we go positive first because I know we've gone the negative route. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. We always go down the negative road.
1: We are negative people by no. nature.
2: Oh, no. You should have heard Doug preach this morning. Yeah. No, I really think shame, if you if you view shame in this, this is what I mean by positive, we are all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ sometime, someday to give an account of things that we have done.
1: I knew a guy one time named Seamus. Any connection to shame, you think?
2: See, I don't know what just went through Doug's mind that made that connotation, but it's Man. there. And it's just we're, we're going to roll with it. Um, but we're all going to stand. I was be- raised
1: during the 70s. Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> we're all going to stand before God someday. Yeah. And if you live your life with the mindset, I do not want to have shame when I stand before God. Yes. That's a fear of God, and that will lead to a positive outcome. It will lead to hearing, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So you can flip shame... And make it a positive thing if you look at it as something, I do not want to have this when I stand before God. Hence, I'm going to live my life to glorify now, Him see, and Now, see, I like where you're him. going.
1: I like that. I like where you're going. Do you have a verse for us today with Shane?
2: Well, actually, Charles um, mentioned a verse. Um, Thank you, he, Charles. He's memorized the book of Philippians. Um,
1: Charles, your son, has memorized the book of Philippians. Yes. Wait a minute. You married a guy named Charles who memorized the book of Philippians. Yes. You were the only other person on earth that memorized the book of Philippians. <laughs> And now your son, Charles, is yes, memorizing the book of Leviticus. Yes, and I'm
2: trying. It all will right. give me gray hair, but I'm trying to get Joseph to finish it. He's almost done with it. Joseph
1: um, is memorizing yes, it, too. Yes. The kid who said one word during the That's whole podcast. That's exactly yesterday. right. All the right, kid who right.
2: spit out the book of Jonah at camp. Um,
1: so here again mom's pointing out the good things about See it's Joe. a mom's,
2: it's a mom's job to do building up we always are having to say the negative she so. carried
1: them yeah, yeah she loves them all yeah. right go ahead go ahead so
2: philippians 120 says according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but that with all boldness as always so now also christ shall be magnified in my body whether it be by life or by death and paul's whole mindset was I want my savior. Okay. I'm putting this in modern vernacular. I want my savior to be proud of me. I want him when he sees me to get a smile on his face. I want, when he sees me, I want his arms to open wide and I want our relationship to be sweet. And if that stays your mind, if that, you know, if that stays your focus and if that's on your mind, shame is flipped it's it becomes an incentive to want to please the lord so it's something you don't have to deal with on a spiritual level
1: i I like where you went there and i and i like charles that you came up with that verse so charles why don't we give charles the mic over here so you've been memorizing the book of philippians why
2: because i think it's good to hide god's word in our heart i think that's always a smart
1: thing to do you know, okay, so we went from Joe that working on like three percent of brain capacity, Charles may be operating at fifty, which is at least twenty percent higher than me. Oh my so, I, word. so I'm gonna give you credit for that, Charles. now now charles i want I want a couple of things I want to ask you I want to get the mic a little bit closer to your mouth because it's hard to when people are broadcasting this, especially uh, with smaller units or radio or things like that. so you went to Christian camp this week, and yes. uh, why? I want to ask this, right? Why would parents, what, what's the benefit? What's the benefit of sending uh, somebody your age? I mean, you're getting ready to turn 16. What's the benefit of you going to a Christian camp? I think it's to grow in Christ and to always
2: be learning new things. It never hurts to know anything more. So I think we could always, all of
1: us could always learn something else and that we should always be looking for opportunities to do it. See, this is really good. Now, Charles, what was the number one thing that happened at camp this week in your mind? What I mean, there's so much going on. There's speaking, there's activities, there's winning games, there's challenging. But what was the one thing you walked away from in 20 years from now you'll think about? Um, the preacher was preaching about the will of God and a bunch of stuff like that. And I think
2: those sermons were really good and he was just talking about in order to walk in God's will, you have to be willing to give everything for him. And if you can't give everything for him, then you're not worthy to walk after him. And I think that was just really...
1: Now, do you remember the preacher's name?
0: Uh, Ken something, maybe? Yeah, he had
1: a weird name. Like Jean yeah. or something like that? is the young the Yeah, it was know. a weird name. I, I met him, and, and, and forgive me, folks. There were, we, there were like simultaneous camps going on, to be honest with you. And I did get to meet the preacher, and I thought he was a great guy. And I I just don't remember his name. But uh, one more thing, Charles, before we go back to your mom on this and continue onward shame, uh, if you were uh, to add one thing to camp, if there's one thing that you would add, what would it be? I honestly have no idea. It was all pretty good. Okay, cool. It was all fun. All right, great. Maybe, maybe great. watching my brother get pushed off, but. Yeah. So I don't know what he got something. pushed off of, but it does sound like fun. Uh, so that was a push in the water or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, okay. Yeah. All right. And you want to talk about shame? I, I got to come clean with you. I got to tell you something happened to me. So they got this rocket thing in the water. And uh, just to be upfront with you folks, it's this really hard thing to climb. It's like out in the middle of the water. And of course, you know, it's kind of like not public bathing. It was guy time. We wore shirts, shorts. I mean, we look like. Maybe the Orthodox Muslim community from. Uh, oh, my word. OK, like we
2: did not.
1: Well, something close to that. Well, anyway, there's a raft out there. I work my uh, tail off. I, I work so hard. I, you know, I, I pushed this one big pastor. Uh, what was his name? Pastor Ron, something like No, Dan. Pastor Dan, I push Pastor Dan up on the raft to stabilize it. I push another kid up there. So I get up on top of this bubble that's floaty, it's got these turrets coming out, these things that make believe it's rockets. I finally get up there and my friends uh, take a video of me trying to get up there. They don't take a video of me on top of the mountain. They don't take a video of me uh, on top of the mountain celebrating God and what he did in my life. No, they took a video of me doing what? Climbing up there. And then people throwing me off. I pulled my shoulder. I may need seven surgeries on this shoulder. It was just reconstructed a year and a half ago. I just wanted to go up there one more time before I qualified for Social Security. And what do they do? They take pictures of me. And... Uh, and folks, I've only got like seven years before I qualified for social security or something like that. And so now I'm going to have to get my shoulder better and climb it again so people don't put videos out there of me trying to climb it. That's all I want to say. And,
2: and Jeff, if you listen, that video was priceless. It made no, my no, day. Jeff,
1: <laughs> be ashamed of yourself, my brother. So here we are. Shame. <laughs> shame. All right. Uh, Stephanie, one verse, one thing that stuck with you last week. I want to really help these people with camp. So what we did, so you understand our camp, there was a team camp going on. And then concurrently, you know, next to each other, not exactly the same times, but during the same week, we had a camp going on in our own room. And it was our first ever like Wounded Spirits Missionary Training Camp. What stuck with you?
2: It was awesome just to get to know everybody more. Um, I mean, as you know, I was in and out a lot of the week just because I was, had a very serious situation I was working on. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the evening services. I enjoyed just the time of getting to talk with the missionary ladies, build relationships. Um, I enjoyed watching the kids get to just have fun and enjoy getting to know each other and just getting to... To take time to revel in the fact of all God has done, you know, it's it's incredible yeah. to see how God brings beauty out of ashes. Well,
1: and and you know, truthfully, we need to say this. All right, there's this like mutual admiration society with Stephanie and the other women, which is a good thing. So mutual, I mean, they all really like each other. So coming into the, and I'm not, I'm not in any way picking on Stephanie or the other women. I really like that. But guys don't have that. Why is that? Why are guys? Why are guys? You know, why does it take us like three days before we get along? And you guys are like, I've been there too. You're hugging, you're crying. I mean, what's going on?
2: He's right. Yeah. He's exactly right. That's how it works. I don't know. Um, God just made us all different. There's a reason that men need help. I mean, God created the woman because men need help. So there you go. um, But, oh, I was going to say too, I loved getting to hear all the testimonies. Um, that really was a wonderful thing and honestly that i think that helped us all connect was getting to hear how different ones were saved different how different ones were called into the ministry and and to find out the journeys god has taken us you know to learn about the journeys god's taken us all on different journeys to bring us to yeah. the point of working with wounded spirits and they're all different, all different. no two stories are alike That's at right. all yeah and yet god put circumstances in each of our lives he did. via the, most of them. I feel honestly like the outer because I do not have a military, I have a military family background, but not a military background myself. Um, and, you know, it was just,
1: Yeah. So, folks, listen, we're going to have to run and jump to commercials. So we'll go right back to that point where Stephanie's talking about kind of feeling like a little bit of an outcast. And, you know, our music for these commercials isn't great right now. It's actually Stephanie playing them on her phone and putting the mic up to them. But we want to make sure that we give those radio stations and you folks out there the opportunity to go ahead. And we're going to do that now. So I was just listening to this guy singing, and he kind of sounds a little bit like Charles. I think Charles, so this is something unique that happened. I got to tell you folks this right now. Charles has gotten a bass voice. Uh, Stephanie is definitely alto. Uh, there's things going on. These people are getting older. Voices are changing. Everybody's got a good voice around here except me. So we're going to continue to move on. And uh, I just want to send greetings out to my dear friend, Liberty, as I say that. And boy, we sure miss Liberty this year. Can we and, not talk and, about and it? And it Lydia. might make me cry. I mean, cry. those guys. So, so you got to understand this, folks. As I'm saying this, you got to know a couple things. So every year, uh, the Hicks are so cool they really are amen
2: and, even, and, and steve. They, even steve steve yeah. i am yeah. giving a plug steve. for you before he has a chance to yeah. take yourself St-
1: listen i love steve man steve's my friend he's I don't one know. of my favorite I don't, I don't i don't know why you feel like uh y- you've got to bring up steve in a bad context oh, because i love my steve. word oh wow Steve's a good man he's got great kids for well, every year uh, <laughs> their daughters have been coming here and working so we just want to shout out if you're listening liddy if you're listening, Libby, so Lydia, and Liberty, who've been here in the past, and now they Mama Mia Leah has taken their place, and I and I really believe they're not far from Louisa or Sweet Lou coming up and going to camp as well. But we love you guys so talking about the book of Philippians, this is what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the conference. I want to share something that I think of was real meaning to me. And so we're talking about Paul. He's being held. This is a prison epistle. He's being held. You've memorized it. Charles memorized it. And and there's something that messed me up that someone said this week. It said, what then, in verse 18 of chapter one, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. For I know this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply. according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing shall I be ashamed going back to what we started with, uh, but that with all boldness as always, so now also Christ should be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or death. So we're at that point where it's life and we've talked we know that verse is very special to you. It was Charles's verse, the book you wrote mm-hmm. uh, to die as gain. Uh, find an abundant life in death. But I think the part of the verse that stuck with me this week, and I talked a little bit about this, is this idea that we all should think about. And look what it says. It says, I shall be ashamed. It said that in nothing shall I be ashamed, but that with all boldness as always, so now also with Christ shall be magnified in my body. And when we think of that, and it talks about even in life or in death or living up to that, How do we magnify God, Stephanie? You've been there. You've been there where there's been abuse. You've been there uh, where your your dear husband was shot down. Charles and you both were in an automobile. We're not going to go there. We're not getting anybody to cry or anything. But how do we, when we're coming from that place in our life, how do we, when we're at our lowest point, how do we, when we're hurt, when we're dealing with people who've been hurt, how do we magnify Christ? How do we stop everything and say, man, let's stop everything. How do we magnify Christ?
2: We magnify him by making that conscious choice that the world and anything that comes with it is temporal. Yeah. Jesus Christ and everything he gives us is eternal. And that's why one of the reasons Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 has always been my life verse since I was a teenager is remembering that there are going to be weights. You know, it doesn't just list sins in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It lists weights, those things that we did not choose those those that baggage, that awful stuff that happens, you know, abuse, yeah. um, traumas, different things that are heavy um, that, you know, it feels like we have a burden on, put on us by no choice of our own. But Paul says, lay that aside so that you can run run with patience the race that God has set before you looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith and that you have to keep your eyes focused on Christ. Yeah. Otherwise you will be derailed because Satan isn't going to stop throwing the fiery darts. He, he and the more trauma you've experienced, the more fiery darts he views he has in his arsenal and so it's it's that constant reliance knowing that you have the spirit of God in you, you have Jesus Christ's DNA implanted in you, and you're a child of God, and nothing can separate you from his love for you or his, your identity in him.
1: And sometimes, I think somehow we just got to stop. Yeah. We got to turn life down. And, and and you know, the problem is our minds are racing. Yep. The hypervigilance. People listen to us right now. If you're going through something, you know, there are there are people listening to us right now that have been through terrible things. Yeah and and there's you know separating from things and getting away from things and trying to find things clear and what we're telling you folks and trust us on this because we've been there trust us when we're in the midst of our trauma in the midst of triggers when life was upside down that what worked for us was slowing everything down and 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 saying we need to magnify christ through this Yes. and coming out of these trials and coming out of these things the other way and saying, somehow, God needs to get credit for this. Somehow, you know, we talk often that, I don't think I'd be sitting here today had it not been for my PTSD. I don't think I'd be sitting here today had it not been for Willie dying in my arms. I don't think, I'm not sure if Stephanie, you know, uh, know, the terribleness or the nature uh, of what she went through, and uh, so many people, I think, would shut down, You know, I told Stephanie when I met her, I thought that a lot of men and women do one or two things when things like that happen to their spouse, their husband, their wife. You know, they're in the bars going crazy. Uh, They lock down. It's just nutty. And then the other side of that is some people seek a better relationship with God. And we're here to advocate, uh, seek that relationship because, man, it's cool when you do.
2: Yes. And, and it's, it's a, it's a walk of faith. Honestly, I think when you have PTSD, you get to experience Jesus on a level that you wouldn't any other way. And you get to hear his voice in the midst of your storm saying, peace, be still, like you never would have heard it before. And you know, that is a treasure that is a gift from God yeah. to be able to to know that you have a Savior who is right there with you, who is there crying. You know, Jesus mm. wept, and yeah. and that came out that we were laughing about a story of Joseph from days gone by of deputation when Joseph gave that as his life verse, and um, Katie Knight actually said that's one of the most precious verses in the Bible, and she was exactly right because yeah, Jesus is a man. Shout of out sorrows. to Katie,
1: she's pretty awesome. She's quiet, but she's awesome.
2: But we have yeah. a man of sorrows who is a cra- yeah. acquainted with our grief. Yeah. And that is such a comfort when you are in the midst of a storm. And think of the disciples. Would they have known Jesus the way they did? Would they have loved him? Would they have trusted him if they hadn't gone through those storms? And, and that boat was sinking, man. Yep, that boat was, was going down.
1: down and, and just going back to the verses that Stephanie were talking about, I just want to go through Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight. That's hard to do, Stephanie, yep. way, laying aside these terrible things. And the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And it's saying we need to set aside the weights of this world. We need in the weights of the world, this is a tough thing. And and this needs to be said too, because this is a hard thing. People can hurt us, people can mess us up, people can ruin our lives. But we still have a responsibility to look to Jesus and set aside besetting sin for us. Mm-hmm. Through that, we can't pick up sin. We can't, as I said to Stephanie, we can't run to the bars. We, we can't be living a life that's upside down. No, we set that aside. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and then we run this race. And then it says in verse 2, what Stephanie quoted a minute ago, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher, the alpha and the omega is what it says over there in the book of Revelation. He's everything. He fills in everything in between that Greek alphabet of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So even going through something as terribly terrible as terribly mortifying as being crucified, God did that for us. Yeah. And so when we look at the weights and the things that are going through our lives and the things that are upside down, we need to take a breath and say, hey, Christ has been there.
2: That's exactly right. Been
1: there, done that. You know, people say all the time, I only want to listen to people that have been there, done that. Can I tell you, Christ has been there and done that for you. He died for our sins. He alone. And, And I think, you know, podcast friends, radio show friends, I think this is one of those times where we can take a breath and say, do we really look at that when times get hard? Do we really stop and take a minute? And what Charles said a minute ago, he said, you know, I'm at this camp and really the whole thing was the will of God. And the only way you're going to fulfill the will of God, the only way you're going to know the will of God is if you step right into it. Yep. 100% 100% all in, like swearing yep. into the army.
2: It's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly right. So
1: folks, I, I know we, we come on you and we talk to you during this show. And, and sometimes it seems easy, the things that we're saying to you, but there's nothing easy here. No. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of weight. There's been a lot of weight on Stephanie this week. I she She's looked 10 years older this week. She's starting to come out of it now. And But that's what the devil does to us. It's weighted her down. She's been so heavy. And, uh, and you know, it, it affects everybody when sin is out there. But here's the good news. We know the sin. We're going to get you, and uh, uh, we're not stopping until things are right. Amen. And, 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 and we're going to say this right now. This is just going out there. If you're a creep and you're out there hurting people, we're coming for you, man. That's exactly uh, listen, right. Listen, we're going to call the police. We're going to call people, and they're going to take care of you. Yep. You know, we're not taking matters in our own hands. We've got it better than that. We're going to God. I was just to say, we have yeah. the
2: creator of the universe who, That's says, right. That's who right. says, vengeance right. mine. The God mine. of
1: all creation is going to take care of you. Yep. And listen, he's coming. If you're listening to us, he's coming. and uh, we're going to make sure that listen we love you guys and and uh, there's nothing cryptic here we're just telling you if you've been hurt man go to the police we'll help you we'll do anything we can and listen one day you creeps out there are going to stand in front of God and we can't wait for that listen we love you today we're only the smile that God can give you and we look forward to talking to you again tomorrow have a great day praise God